JC Corcoran Podcast. Hello? Edgar. Yes. JC Corcoran. JC Corcoran. I'm doing great, thank you. <laughs> there was almost something melodic about the way you said my name. So back in 1972, I think that's when a lot of people really became aware of you, even though you had had an entire career up until that point. And you had a song like, let's start with Frankenstein. And that song really does get treated almost as a Halloween song. When you guys put that together and recorded it, was it, in fact, intended to be mystic or in some way Halloween-y? Not in the least. We for completely forgot about the song for years. We played it at Woodstock. We played it at Albert Hall. And with the advent of the synthesizer, like the Beatles were using Mellotrons. But as far as I know, Frankenstein was the first uh, song to feature the synthesizer as a lead instrument. I love those old uh, sci-fi movies like Forbidden Planet that had theremin and, and primitive synthesizers. Oh, a theremin, a theremin. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one, JC. And so my my whole approach was uh, this is a brand new instrument. Uh, let's see if we can create you know new, unusual, unique sounds that no one has ever heard before. But we had no intention of recording the song, and we just called it the instrumental. It was like 15 or 20 minutes long. And when we recorded our first album, they only come out at night, it was naming the song Frankenstein that, that sort of precipitated the title of the album. We thought Free Ride would probably have the best chance of uh, being a hit. It was toward the end of the project, and Back in those days, recording was very different. There was nobody looking over your shoulder. Uh, I was talking to Rick Derringer, and he said, hey, maybe we could edit that into something you know, that would be usable. I, thought, oh. I felt like the strength of the Edgar Winter Group lay in the co-writing between Dan Hartman and myself, and as I said, we really believed in free ride. I said, it's a crazy idea, but I love crazy ideas. So, <laughs> so back in those days, the only way to edit something was to physically cut the master tape. It was in pieces, lying all over the control room, uh, <laughs> you know, draped over the backs of chairs and on the recording console and all over the couch. And then Chuck Roth, the drummer, mumbled the immortal words. Wow, man, it's like Frankenstein. And he, Rick said, well, there's your title. And I said, well, I don't know if I want to be associated with the Frankenstein monster. And I thought about it a little. I said, well, actually, I'm like the mad doctor, you know, and then the song is Frankenstein, the monster creation. So, the, you know, the imagery of it just, like when you hear the song, you can just, you can see Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing, you know. There, there was no intent of that, but it really is, you know, the perfect title. So the monster was born. Edgar Winter, just an absolute pleasure to reminisce and talk about some of the old songs and talk about what you're doing now. And best of luck to you, and thanks for all the great music over the years. You are most welcome, JC. Okay. All right, bye bye. 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 No, I'm just getting warmed up. Happy to see you again. Don't be nervous. Don't be rocky. You're a teenage guest is jockey now. And let me begin by wishing you a beautiful look. Did that voice inside you say, I've heard it all before. It's like deja vu all over It's Halloween, Tuesday, October 31st, 2023. You're at J.C. 
Ontheline.com, another uh, example of one of the Scientologists giving a great interview. I've talked about this before. The Scientologists scare the bejesus out of me. But when you meet one and you have to interview one, or even like I just ran into, what's her name from The Handmaid's Tale? What was her name? Um, Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. I was up in the Wrigley Field press box for a Cubs Cardinal game a couple of years ago. And uh, she comes strolling in. She's going to sing, take me out to the ball game at the seventh inning stretch. And you're not really supposed to do this in the press box, but there's a little commissary area off to the side, and she was back there. And I just introduced myself, and she was very, very nice. We took a couple of pictures. She remembered my name, you know, all that sort of stuff. You wouldn't believe how significant that is when you do a job like this. Now, immediately after, I just ran because I don't want them trying to recruit me. <laughs> you know, but you know, you got to be honest. And one of the things about the Scientologists, this was true of uh, John Travolta. And when I interviewed him, oh, who else? Um, well, I guess Jada Pinkett Smith uh, counts too. All these people are very nice during the interviews, very unusual in terms of how gracious they are about being interviewed. So it's got to be part of the training, part of the stuff they believe in or the uh, Scientology place. Anyhow, it's Halloween, and I don't know what to tell you. If you're listening to this today and you've got kids or grandkids, nieces, nephews, whatever, you're doing something outside tonight, see if you can get out of it. I don't know. Windy and cold today, 42 for the high, but the wind chill factors will make it feel like 20s all day. And for the trick-or-treaters tonight, 35 to 39 with the wind, making it feel even colder than that. The record overnight tonight is into tomorrow morning is 26. That was set back in 1954. Dave is predicting 22. So we're not only going to break that record, we're going to shatter it back up to 47 tomorrow. There were some uh, cases of freezing fog. I think it was in the Chesterfield Valley this morning. So those of you who uh, have been saying for months now, I wish summer was over. I love fall. Well, you're getting your wish. For the life of me, I don't understand it, but you're getting your wish. People are clamoring for information on Matthew Perry. There really isn't any. We know pretty much everything so far. TBS, by the way, is going to be doing a Best of Chandler Friends Marathon starting Wednesday and running through Sunday. And I mentioned this, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it yesterday, but if you want to see a good movie with Matthew Perry, he did one with Salma Hayek. Oh, this must have been 20 years ago. It was called Fools Rush In. And it was a surprisingly good romantic comedy. And people are really shaken up about this still. This really hit home for a lot of people. My daughter is 14 and comes home from school and watches two or three episodes of Friends every day. And I could tell immediately that she was affected by it. I mean, this was a big part of a lot of people's adolescence, young adulthood. The guy knew how to deliver a line. And that's why I mentioned the movie Fools Rush In. He's really good at it. Then you start thinking about the whole nine yards. I mean, David Schwimmer hasn't been in a lot of movies. Even Lisa Kudrow hasn't been in a lot of movies. Matt LeBlanc, even fewer than that. So when you start talking about the Friends people, it's really Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, and Matthew Perry, who are the three that were able to take what success they experienced on Friends and convert that into a successful movie career. Let's get the Travis and Taylor news out of the way right away. For all those people who said, oh, this is a big publicity stunt, it'll be over in a couple of weeks. She was not at the football game in Denver on Sunday because she had to do some prep work for the continuation of her Eras tour. 
and because uh, that's going into South America. I believe the next gigs are in Argentina. But she was gone for a couple of days. Monday night, right back in Kansas City. Private jet landed, and she was off to Travis's place. The postseason baseball has been fantastic. Rangers beat the Diamondbacks 3-1 to last night. They now have a two-game-to-one lead in the World Series. Game four tonight on Fox. Blues in Colorado tomorrow night. Mizzou, I was talking to Skip Weber, and he follows college sports really, really closely. I don't. And I was like, mm, Mizzou is a 16-point underdog. What about that? He goes, Mizzou could win. It's like, really? It's like, you know, I don't know that I would take the bad, but Mizzou could win. Georgia has had a couple of instances of not really sort of preparing or taking an opponent seriously, and they show up and they get whooped. And a police investigation underway after members of the Colorado football team are out there playing UCLA, and they leave all the stuff in the locker, they lock everything up, they come back, all the jewelry is gone. And there's some good news here on the Mary Lou Retton front. She issued a statement thanking fans for all the love. She says her recovery is going to be long and slow. And we will call this a programming note. As I mentioned yesterday, it is going to be daddy-daughter time. We are leaving bright and early tomorrow morning for Savannah, Georgia, where tomorrow night Stevie Nicks is going to be live and in concert. My daughter is about out of her mind, but we have excellent tickets. We're going to see the show. We stay overnight in Savannah. On the way back, we might be stopping in Gainesville, Florida, check out the uh, Tom Petty House park and museum so no podcast tomorrow no podcast on thursday i'll make it up to you though we don't usually do a podcast on friday but we will this week to sort of make up for everything and i've talked about this before yes i could do a podcast while on the road but i don't want to because she's 14 and we won't have her for a lot longer and i'm not necessarily talking about moving out going away to college or anything like that you know we're going, to, we're going to be hitting that moment here anytime where mom and dad just are not that big a deal in her life anymore. So you got to take advantage of opportunities like this. And you got, I'm not going to mess it up by saying, hey, honey, go do something for two or three hours while daddy does a podcast. Now, she gets my full and total attention for 48 hours, least I can do. This miserable Earth Festival is nothing but a ritual costume fantasy for human young ones who move through the night demanding small consumables. <laughs> ah! Well, Halloween is over for most people. Here with her review on this year's Halloween is Drunk Girl. Chick or treat, smell my feet, you guys. This year I was Catwoman. Meow. Because all my other costumes are currently being used as evidence. <laughs> what are you guys dressed as? Local news blues clues blues clues? <laughs> anyway, I thought this Halloween could have been a lot better for a lot of reasons, but then I forgot all of them, but now I remember like two of them. <laughs> Number one, there should be more variety in the treats people give to you. It's always Snickers and candy corn and Reese's Pieces, peanut butter pieces. <laughs> and out of all the houses I went to, not one of them gave me a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> which is what I really wanted. No! <laughs> and I gotta say something to Phil. Phil, I'm sorry I didn't come to your party, but you're gonna call my cell phone. Make sure you call another right number and I'm talking to Stacy. And when they went into the thing, they 
do and they want to do. Bottom line, you don't even know me. I've never been one of those people who's into scary movies. If there's something in a movie that scares me, I guess that's fine. But just a scary movie doesn't do anything for me. And that's not what I consider entertainment. I know that makes me unlike a lot of people, but that's okay. It wouldn't be the first time, right? It's the real stuff that scares me. For example, dead bodies can get goosebumps. In the living, goosebumps are a nervous system reaction to external stimuli. But in the dead, they're part of rigor mortis. So what this basically means is you're laying there on your deathbed, you're surrounded by your family, and all of a sudden you start hearing them say, yes, he's gone. Okay, let's call the uh, undertaker and uh, Bobby, go get the sheet and put this over daddy's head. And And you're hearing all of this. That, to me, is scary. Because when you die, the last sense to leave your body is your ability to hear. Now, the obvious question is, how do they know that? You can't talk to somebody after they're dead and said, could you hear us talking? They must have figured out some way to do it. 14% of people believe Halloween is harmful. There's even a couple of cities, including Jacksonville, Illinois, where they're passing laws making it illegal if you're over the age of 14 to go trick-or-treating. In Chesapeake, Virginia, if you're over the age of 14, you go trick-or-treating, you could be found guilty of a misdemeanor. Welcome to Virginia. There's another new survey that says more than half of Americans say they believe screaming positively affects their health, and young adults say the louder they scream, the better they feel. Older adults don't necessarily agree with that. Now, there's some science behind screaming being healthy, with psychiatrists saying that screaming can release positive chemicals in your brain, and it can have cathartic effects that reduce stress. But other experts say there's little evidence that screaming provides long-term mental health benefits. Yeah, go around the house screaming. That would be a good way to get you tossed out. I was talking about this on the radio show this morning on KWOLF 101.5 St. Louis, 101.7 West and Beyond. We stream at KWOLF.com. If you're under the age of, I don't know, maybe 45 and just taking a wild guess here, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about here. We had this candy back when I was a kid called Charleston Chew. I doubt that it's still around, but Charleston Chew was uh, some sort of chocolate on the outside and some sort of white stuff on the inside. I have no idea. But the deal was you would get one of these Charleston Chews and immediately take it and put it in the freezer. Come back about an hour or two later, and then you would take that Charleston Chew out, and then you would take it and slam it down on a hard table as hard as you could and would bust up into little pieces and then you would eat the little frozen pieces of Charleston Chew. And I'm not sure why we thought it was so popular other than because it didn't taste that good and you're eating pieces of frozen candy, which has got to be just hell on your teeth. I just think we like the idea of being allowed to take something and just slam it down on the table. Mr. and Mrs. Corcoran, your son is displaying violent tendencies. Let's see, we got some non-Halloween news. Deodorant sales booming again because more people are back in the office. The parent company of Degree Deodorant and Axe Body Spray saw an 8% bump in sales of personal care products last quarter, including soap and body wash, and about half of it was from deodorant sales alone. So during the pandemic, apparently people would just sort of sit there in their own stink. And back to that idea of not really being into scary movies, I'm personally more scared by real things. 
So you're sitting there, you're having dinner at a restaurant, or it doesn't even need necessarily be at a restaurant. I'm just using that as an example. You sit there, and a fly buzzes over and lands on your steak, and you don't notice it right away. And your wife, your girlfriend, somebody in your family says, hey, there's a fly just landed on your steak, and then you whoosh it away. Well, when a fly lands on your food, it immediately begins regurgitating digestive fluid on it to get it soggy enough to slurp. And that fluid can contain dangerous bacteria like salmonella and E. coli. The fly lands and immediately starts spitting up on your food. That is more frightening than any scary movie, at least in my book. Northern California man caught selling cocaine out of his ice cream cart. Police got suspicious when he was seen winking at a customer and telling him the snow cones cost $200. And there's a video up of this, and it's absolutely hilarious. Former NBA player by the name of Joe Smith. Now, I don't know why they were running the camera, but they were. But this guy finds out that his wife has an OnlyFans page, and he did not react well. You do have to wonder what men's reactions would be if they come home one day and they find out that their wife has been sharing her snatch with strangers on OnlyFans. Got some uh, fairly large concert announcement tour things. Leonard Skinner is going out with ZZ Top. Creed is going out. John Mellencamp and Paula Abdul. Jimmy Buffett's Coral Reefer Band says they plan to keep on playing. Really? Good luck with that. Actors' strike could be over soon. There is rumor of a breakthrough in the negotiations. The late-night television talk shows are having a hell of a time booking people because they can't put anybody on who is an actor. It would be a violation of the strike rules. Depeche Mode on tonight with Jimmy Fallon, Marissa Tomei on with Kimmel, John Dickerson from CBS News on with Colbert. Meg Ryan has a new movie coming out, a romantic comedy that is coming out, I want to say, at Thanksgiving that's getting a little bit of buzz. I mean, you would think that it would anyhow just because she hasn't done a movie in like 10 years. So I don't know if the movie's any good, but I know a lot of people are talking about it, and she pops up tonight with uh, uh, Seth Meyers. Elon Musk wants to add a dating feature to X, formerly known as Twitter. And what was I saying yesterday? And by the way, yeah, I mean, yesterday I was pretty sour, but that just happens every once in a while. You know, sometimes you're, I'm not even going to call it a bad mood, you're just negatively affected by a lot of shit that's going on. And I wear my heart on my sleeve. You know, whatever is going on, that's what I start talking about when I record the podcast and when I do the radio show on K-Wolf. And yesterday was just one of those days where it's like, okay, got an asshole here, got an asshole here, got an asshole here. This person is causing trouble. These people are causing trouble. But so much of it, so much of it, almost all of it traces back to social media. And John Legend says he's limiting social media now because it's good for his mental health. I think he's on to something, and I think I'm next. So the first time you hear the concept of Halloween when you were a kid, you remember the first time you even heard about it? It's like, your brain can't even... What, what is this? Who's giving out candy? Someone's giving out candy? Who, who is giving out this candy? Everyone that we know is just giving out candy? I gotta be a part of this. Take me with you. I wanna do it. I'll do anything that they want. I can wear that. So the first couple of years, I made my own costume. They, of course, sucked. Ghost, hobo, no good. 
So I'm begging the parents, you gotta get me one of the ones from the store, the cardboard box, the cellophane top. <laughs> so one year, third year, finally got it, Superman costume, not surprisingly. <laughs> Mask included in the set. Remember the rubber band on the back of that mask? That was a quality item there, wasn't it? <laughs> it was good for about 10 seconds before it snapped out of that cheap little staple they put it in there with. <laughs> Thinnest gray rubber in the world. You go to your first house, trick or snap, it broke, I don't believe it. And that scary sound can mean only one thing, even though it's only Halloween. Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop Holiday Guide is out. So, as always, let's go over the uh, 10 most ridiculous items on it. How about a 6.8-inch, 24-karat gold G-Spot vibrator? Only $15,000. A champagne saber. It's a little sword you open champagne bottles with. $199. A Louis Vuitton baby wardrobe trunk. $73,000. $73,000. almost killed my first wife when she put both of our kids in a kindergarten and preschool thing for $10,000 each. Twenty grand a year for kindergarten and preschool. About an 11-pound, one-eighth wheel of Parmesan cheese, aged for 24 months, 396 bucks. I might buy that. Olympia Letton Eiffel Tower Book Clutch. I don't even know what the hell that is. $1,500. A Hermes doghouse, two grand. Nine escargot picks and a translucent glass snail holder, $567. A 32-inch diameter gong with a 40-inch stand, $2,000. You buy that, you can stand there like you remember the Moody Blues at the end of Nights in White Satin. Uh, Chanel roller skates, $5,000. And a leather tennis ball holder, 350 bucks, and it only holds four balls. Jeez, take me back to Halloween. One of the things I like most about Halloween is that babes always wear costumes that make them look really excellent. <laughs> All right? Okay? So Garth and I have compiled a list of the top ten excellent babe costumes. Top ten excellent Okay. Okay. Here we go. All right. What? The number 10 excellent babe costume is going as a cat. All right? <laughs> Form fitting cat suits. Papa likes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number nine is a nurse. Yes. Call Randy Mantooth. <laughs> Rampart. I need help. Okay. All right. Number eight Nancy Culp who played Miss Hathaway on TV's The Beverly Hillbillies. Ew. Ew, Miss Hathaway? Yeah, well, I just sort of put her in there to clear the palate, you know, sort of like, you know, like a chick sorbet, you know? So, appreciate the other ones. All right, number seven, Pebbles Flintstone, all right? Bam, bam. Number six, an Indian girl. Okay, all right. All right. Sounded real. Yeah, it got me scared. All right. Okay, number five, a baseball player. You know, there's something about when a girl dresses like a baseball player because 
in her attempt at masculinity, that which is woman is underscored. Okay. <laughs> okay, number right. four. Private school girl. Whoa, those plaid skirts. <laughs> Ow! 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 All right, okay. Number three, French maid. All right. Well, there we go. A may we. All right. Okay, number two. Playboy bunny, I am thanking you. And finally, the number one excellent babe costume. Going as Heather Lockyer. Yeah. yeah. She's magically babelicious. She's a babeaholic, and I should know I'm a licensed babetician. All right. The A-list interview with JC and the Morning Show Graham. Actress Sandra Bullock on her movie Practical Magic. What kind of a Halloween kid were you? My mother made our costumes, and then as I got more extravagant with my ideas, my father had to start building them. How extravagant can a Halloween costume get that Dad has to be brought in, like with a blowtorch? <laughs> I love candy corn, and so I decided I wanted to be <laughs> Here it comes the human stuff. candy corn. So he built this huge candy corn. It had these straps where when I flashed the flashlight, it said trick or treat, and it had a little flap door. How do you carry a candy? Bag. It was attached to the inside of the door where people put in the flop. I won. What's that? Alive, it's alive. You can't be too careful when dealing with demons. There are things that go bump in the night and raise a lump in your throat, a hard knot of terror. Vampires, werewolves, ghouls, ghosts. Mummies that come back to life after 3,000 years. Come over here, you hot monster. The sound you hear is dripping blood. I was a teenage werewolf. Perhaps you're interested in present-day witchcraft. I must interrupt the dance music for a moment. Early this evening, we broadcast a report of an invisible man. The report has now been confirmed. A beautiful girl torn from the arms of her lover by a jungle beast. What is it, this head that lives without a body? I'm going to turn that ray on that body and endow it with life. And you really believe that you can bring life to the dead? That body is not dead. It has never lived. Oh! Who's that I see walking in these woods? Now, Wolfman. That's a fast dude. <laughs> the Howl of the Wolf movie. <laughs> Ain't no such thing as walking away with minor cuts and bruises after the Wolfman that got you.
of that chilling, compelling voice of pure evil. No chains will ever hold that. We'll give them more than chains. We'll teach them fear. 
Remember when you ran away and I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk? Well, you left me anyhow and then the days got worse and worse and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And they're coming to take me away, haha, they're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats and they're coming to take me away, haha. You thought it was a joke and so you laughed You laughed when I had said that losing you would make me flip my lid Right? You know you laughed, I heard you laugh You laughed, you laughed and laughed and then you left But now you know I'm utterly mad And they're coming to take me away, haha They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha To the happy home with trees and flowers and chirping birds and basket weavers Who sit and smile and twiddle their thumbs and toes And they're coming to take me away, I cooked your food, I cleaned your house, and this is how you pay me back for all my kind, unselfish, loving deeds. Huh? Well, you just wait, they'll find you yet, and when they do, they'll put you in the ASPCA, you mangy mutt. And they're coming to take me away, haha, they're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats And they're coming to take me away <laughs> To the happy home with trees and flowers and chirping birds And basket weavers who sit and smile and twiddle their thumbs and toes And they're coming to take me away <laughs> Can you even imagine somebody trying to put on a record like that today In 2023 with the whole cancel culture and the woke stuff And everybody being offended by everything It's amazing. And with that, that's our Halloween show, Tuesday, October 31st, 2023, here at jconline.com. Like I said, no podcast tomorrow or Thursday. We're off to see Stevie Nicks back on Friday with a special edition. Try not to freeze to death out there tonight. In the meantime, we've beaten this one to death. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. The J.C. Corcoran Podcast.